bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees, we got them all. So listen up, because we, 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 we got the buzz. Turn down the buzz! Welcome in Utes Nation. It's another Swoop Saturday podcast presented by the Hive Sports. I am your host Zach Rieger. I hope you guys all had just an amazing New Year's. Uh, I know I for one am very excited and cannot wait for 2021. I cannot wait to put 2020 behind us. We're just, it's over, it's done. We're looking forward to 2021. Uh, Yeah, it's cliche, but you know what? New Year, new us. We're excited. Uh, just overall, uh, I hope this year is amazing for all of you guys, all you listeners out there, uh, just because, you know what, we all deserve it. it it's been a rough year uh, just for so many people and for uh, sports fans especially, and I I have to just bring it, it's 2020 really hurt towards the end there, uh, especially for us huge fans. Um, like the tragic news of Ty Jordan, I'm still, I still have a hard time coming up with words, coming up with how I feel. It just, it doesn't feel real. Uh, yes, he, he was just an outstanding player with such a bright future on the field, but what really matters and what was really, uh, came true and what we figured out is just the kind of guy he was off the field that just makes this loss so much worse. I have not heard one bad thing about him uh, in the locker room. All the coaches read about him, his smile, his personality, just his work ethic. Just, it, it's it's hard, it's tragic. Um, our thoughts and prayers, or mine especially, they go out to the Jordan family, everyone that was close to him. Uh, it's just, it, it just, it hurts. Uh, like I said, I still can't believe it, and I, I still have kind of a hard time uh, coming up with the right word to say or stuff just because it happens so sudden. Uh, but, you know, Ty Jordan 22, we love you. Uh, uh, and I know I, I'm glad you're you're with your mom now and you get to go spend more time with her. So uh, just kind of a tough way to end 2020, but uh, we got to move forward and like I said thoughts and prayers to everyone involved they're close to the situation um and yeah so so starting off the show with uh some tough news and uh so getting on with the rest of the shows unfortunately not gonna be the easiest but uh you know we got to do it uh so with uh what I'm going to talk about the rest of this podcast uh it's going to be um what I do every week, you know, top five Utes in the NFL for week 16 and look forward to a little bit of week 17. Uh, then we're going to get to some New Year's resolutions as well for just Utah athletics in general. Since, you know, it's that time of the year, uh, it's beginning of January 2021. Got to get some New Year's resolutions out there and hopefully they're ones that, you know, stay tried and true and you guys actually follow through with it. I know I'm going to start, you know, exercising a little bit more, as most people do, and uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, it lasts a little bit longer than the normally one, two-week 
I'll, man, I'll just expose myself here. But, you know, it happens. Uh, it gets the best of us. But they're, they're always fun to talk about and fun to kind of discuss. So I, I've got some good ones. And I'd love to hear your thoughts or if you guys have any uh, New Year's resolutions for Utah or Utah Athletics. Uh, and you can let me know on social media. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at The Hive Sports. You can follow me at Zach Rieger 18 Z A C H R E G E R 18. Yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, I'm curious what you think about the resolutions I'm going to say. I'm curious to hear what some of your resolutions are, what you're looking forward to in 2021. It doesn't even have to be Ute related, just, you know. <laughs> If you personally, if you struggle like I do, you know, let, let's hold each other accountable. It's 2021. Uh, it's going to be a big year for all of us. Uh, so let's get into the show. Uh, starting off with the top five Utes in the NFL for week 16. Ooh, it's weird. We only got a couple more of these. Well, I'll still probably do playoffs, but eh, it's going to be a little bit tougher with uh, not all these teams making playoffs, but... Either way, uh, I'll, I'll still probably just, I don't know if I'll do rankings yet. I might just bring up uh, bring up some of the top performers and uh, start compiling my list for the top five, possibly top ten, but I'll probably keep it top five Utes for the entire 2020 NFL season. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. That'll be a good one. Um, I have an article post as well with that. So if you want to hear the podcast, read the article. Uh, so some things to look forward to there, but enough about that. Let's, let's talk about now. So with week 16, coming in at number five, Tim Patrick, wide receiver for the Broncos. He caught three balls for 39 yards against the Chargers. Um, so that's, I mean, it's not, not a bad day. He had like a long of 20, I think. So he, he had a pretty good catch um, for a pretty good yardage, but... Uh, for what he was putting up earlier in the year, uh, the three catches is kind of disappointing, and it's now the second week in a row where he only got three catches and, uh, you know, nothing too crazy with the yards. But luckily, looking forward to week 17, they are hosting the Las Vegas Raiders and the Raiders secondary and their defense in general. Uh, they, they like to give up some yardage, so Tim Patrick could be in for a big game and uh, move up on the list a little bit more uh, after a couple, you know, kind of average to slightly disappointing weeks when it comes to yardage totals. So be on the lookout, Tim Patrick. He's still he's still a top target for Drew Locke. Jerry Judy's kind of come on the scene a little bit more, getting a few more targets and kind of done a little bit more with them. But Jerry Judy still hasn't. I mean, he's young, so there's time for Judy, but. Uh, he he just hasn't looked the best. When he actually gets the ball in his hands, I mean, he he's electric, but uh, he's had some problems with drops early and just miscommunications and typical rookie stuff. I, I do love Jerry Judy, especially when he came out of Bama, but uh, I think Tim Patrick is still the go-to and definitely the most reliable target uh, for Drew Locke in the Broncos offense. So hopefully next week, uh, next swoop Saturday, he'll be higher up on the list. Coming at number four, I love this guy, Mitch Wisnowski, the punter for the Niners. You know, he's made the list a couple times. He's had some good days when he kind of came onto the scene this season. But, you know, he special teams, he's a punter. He, we'll put him in at number five on the list. <laughs> Not this week. This week he's coming at number four, moving his way up. Uh, he punted the ball five times, uh, had a long of 50. Uh, 
as he normally does. He normally has at least one 50-plus yarder punt. And out of those five punts, two of them were inside the 20, uh, which is just fantastic. Uh, in a huge game against the Cardinals, uh, I mean, that they really played spoiler <laughs> to the Cardinals' playoff hopes. Cardinals can still get in, but they're going to need some help and a win next week against the Rams, which is not too easy. Uh, and now he's playing Seattle, so can potentially play spoiler. Seattle technically can still get the number one seed, if uh, I'm not mistaken. Uh, a lot of things have to happen. It's not just Seattle wins and they get it, but I think it's still up for grabs. And so let's see if the Niners can play spoiler again. And Mitch Wisnowski, he's played great. Uh, I Every time I've seen him punt, it's, it's been great. Has not helped the team back at all and has actually helped the team, which is what you want out of your punter. Uh, so we'll see what he can do against Seattle. So number four, Mitch Wisnowski, congrats. You're moving up on the list. Love to see it. Uh, punters are people too. Never forget that. <laughs> uh, coming in at number three, I have John Penasini, uh, D tackle for the Lions. He's been he's been on my list pretty much every week now since he's became a starter. I'd have to look up the uh, complete stats to see if he has made it every week uh, since he became a starter. But he's been playing great. I know uh, the Lions. It's been a very forgettable season. Last week was a very forgettable. Very, very forgettable game against the Buccaneers. <laughs> uh, it was, what, like 33 nothing at halftime or just something crazy. Final score ended up being 47-7. to But Penasini still got four combined tackles, and he's, he's just kind of been a steady guy. And I know at the beginning of the season, we didn't know how much he would get on the field. We knew as Utes fans, we knew how good he was and how capable he was in helping uh, an NFL front seven, but... Uh, he he's played great. One of the few bright spots, in my opinion, on not just the Lions defense but the Lions team. And so, uh, hopefully, he can get it going. He's playing the Vikings uh, without Dalvin Cook uh, next week, so should be a good game there. Um, I feel like it, for just some reason it shouldn't be. I just feel like this game's going to be somewhat closer than it should be. I think the Vikings still win, but. I don't know, with it just being week 17, like, just, I don't know, uh, division game, I, I could see it, <laughs> just being slightly closer, and John Pansini, you know, could force a turnover, could play a pretty big role in that, getting the start again, so he's my number three Ute in the NFL for week 16. Number two, I gotta go with Eric Rowe, we'll just say defensive back. <laughs> He's a safety mostly, but he, he kind of gets in there and kind of plays all around. They, they like to move him around in Miami, and I don't blame him. And Brian Flores is just an outstanding coach. Uh, you could just tell last year when the Dolphins had one of the worst rosters in NFL history, and he still managed like five wins. And so you just knew Flores was going to be a great coach, great mind, and he's been that way uh, this year. And... So Eric Rowe, great game. He had eight combined total tackles against the Raiders. And now he's going to be playing the Bills, who like to throw the ball as well. Uh, even late in the game, Josh Allen's going to be slinging it. So Eric Rowe's got a lot of opportunities there. Uh, the Bills have already clinched a playoff spot, but they're still playing for seeding. And as of now, I'm recording this podcast on a Thursday. As of now, uh, I think Josh Allen's playing. I think the Bills are playing everyone. They 
I think they could still get the two seed or maybe they're the two seed now and fighting for that. So, uh, you know, Eric Rowe can come in there and, you know, see what he can do against Josh Allen and the Red Hot Bills. Uh, speaking of those Red Hot Bills, coming at number one, we have Zach Moss running back, of course. Coming back to the number one spot, it's been a little bit for him uh, to have that number one spot of the week, but played played pretty well. 12 carries for 57 yards, uh, nothing too crazy on the ground, um, you know, decent yards per carry average there, but he also got that touchdown against the Patriots, that was just an onslaught. Uh, I personally wish Zach Moss would have, you know, played a little bit, not, not necessarily played better because he did play well, but we've got a little more usage, maybe another couple touchdowns for me, take some of those touchdowns away from Josh Allen because completely completely unbiased and no personal reasons at all. I just happen to be playing Josh Allen in the fantasy championship in my dynasty league. I uh, was trying to go back to back in that league. It looked pretty good. And Josh Allen pretty much said otherwise and uh, just went off. <laughs> so I wish Zach Moss could have taken a couple more of those touchdowns away. I would have won instead of losing by 1.3, but that's okay. It's been almost a week and I I might get over it one day (laughs) but anyway Zach Moss uh he just looked good Devin Singletary just does not look good he's shown flashes a few weeks ago like in a few games where he's looked like he might be the guy but I just think Zach Moss has been much more consistent and I just think he's the better back in general Um, so there's my top five for week 16 at five, we had Tim Patrick. Number four, Mitch Wisnowski. Number three, John Penasini. Two, Eric Rowe. And number one, Zach Moss. And also, before I forget, a little disclaimer. If you were listening last week, I made an error in my top five. The stats were all correct. The rankings would not have changed. But uh, I made a mistake talking about... I put the wrong game on one of them. I think I was talking about Jalen Johnson, or I was talking about someone on the Bears, and I brought uh, the Bears-Texans game, which was from a few weeks ago, not the Bears-Vikings game. That was last week. All the stats were correct, but I know I made that little mistake, uh, so I want to apologize for that. <laughs> and uh, I double, triple, quadruple checked this week, and just in my memory, I I believe I got all the games right. I was talking about the right games. So improvement, you know, uh, that's what we're looking for in 2021. We're going <laughs> to improve in any way that we can. Uh, speaking of that, it is time. Let's get into some New Year's resolutions for Utah athletics. My first one, uh, it's kind of a broad one, but I think it still means a lot. And it's just for the football team and the football program. Just number one, just grow on the momentum built in 2020. I remember I said earlier... Uh, and one of my first podcasts uh, after the Utes like first game that was just kind of brutal USC I said all right we're in uh, exhibition mode we're just playing games trying to get better and holy cannoli <laughs> they got a lot better they I still th- man that Washington game really hurts because I feel like the difference between three and two and four and one is just insane uh But anyways, especially towards the end of the year, that three-game winning streak, like I said, they looked good against Washington in the first half, got out to a very fast start, and they just got a lot of great young players. Um, 
they'll get Cam Rising back, who, like, you got to remember, like, yes, it was a huge QB battle, and Jake Bentley ended up playing most of the season, but Cam Rising won that job, and we still haven't been able to see what he's done because of his injury week one um, on, like, the second or third drive, whatever it was, early in the game. I mean, he made he made some good throws. He looks good. He's, like, an athletic mobile guy that can run around. Um, he made that one mistake, but it was his first collegiate start on that screen pass that resulted in a pick. Uh, just threw it too high, but... Like, he played well, and he was kind of exciting to watch in the few plays that we saw him. So just building that momentum with your young players. Clark Phillips third ended the year just going crazy. Um, with everything going on with the COVID year and the pandemic and how, um, you know, people can stay in eligibility pretty much got waived this year. This was kind of a free year. Uh, it'll be interesting uh, to see kind of who all stays, who all goes, uh, not just for Utah, but for the whole Pac-12 and honestly all the country. Uh, so it'll just be interesting to uh, see that and see who uh, who all stays uh, put and wants to go on that and keep playing with these young players. So number one for Utah football, just Take that momentum that you built and just keep growing, keep getting better, improving 2021, all improvements, all 2021. Uh, let's get it. Uh, the number two, I got to say, for the football team, get back to the Pac-12 championship. This year, let's put a little asterisk by it. Weird year. Let's. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be a biased Utes fan, and I'm just not going to count it. <laughs> so let's say... Uh, let's head to our third straight Pac-12 title game. We're more than capable, have the talent. Um, I think for next year, like Coach Wingham's going to have, just have everyone going crazy, shot out of a cannon. And I think, I think so, let's get back to the Pac-12 championship. You know, let's win the thing too, but let's just start off first. Let's just get there. I think it's very possible we can do it. And lastly, just one little quick one uh, for football as well. You know, let's, obviously, New Year's resolution, New Year, the Holy War's back. We'll get to play BYU again. Let's just go get number 10. You know, 10 in a row, uh, make it the longest streak ever in a Holy War. Like you just got to throw that in there. That's a good one. So for the football team, I've got three resolutions for them. Grow on their momentum, build on that, get back to the Pac-12 championship, and then let's just beat BYU, get, get to number 10 in a row. Oh, that'll be fantastic. I'm very excited for that game whenever, whenever that gets scheduled. And then I also have one since this podcast has predominantly been a football podcast because, you know, it's been football season for the NFL and for Utah. And now, you know, basketball season. Like, it started a little bit ago. We've mentioned it a few times. So I got to get... Here is my one resolution for the basketball team, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap this show up. And that this podcast will it will probably consist a lot more of basketball now. Like I'll, I'll keep in touch with football just because that's who I am. I'm a football guy, but we're going to be talking about basketball mostly, uh, which is kind of exciting. And for basketball, my New Year's resolution for 2021: Let's go big or go home. Let's win the Pac-12. 
Utah, I mean, Utah's looked good. They're 4-1 right now. They had kind of a tough loss to BYU. But other than that, yeah, they haven't played anyone too incredibly difficult. But they've done what they're supposed to do. They've they've beat them pretty handsomely. So they, they've looked pretty good. Uh, they're 4-1. They have a big game today. Like I said, I'm recording this on a Thursday. Uh, so they have a big game against UCLA to start conference play. Uh, UCLA's looked pretty good too. I believe they're 5-2. and two. I think that's what I saw. Uh, so that should be a pretty good game. Uh, hopefully Utah can win uh, today, and obviously you will know the results uh, by the time you hear this. Uh, so hopefully that happens, get off to a good start, impact 12 play. But, I mean, why not Utah? They've shown flashes. They've looked good. They're 4-1, like I said. They've never won the Pac-12. Uh, the last time they did win a conference championship uh, was the Mountain West in 2009, where they beat San Diego State. Uh, so I, I think it, I think they're due. They're due for a Pac-12 title. And you know what? Why not us? Why not Utah? Why not the Utes? So for basketball, win the Pac-12, baby. I like it. Uh Hopefully, when you're listening to this, hopefully uh, my happiness and my optimism is warranted and they either beat UCLA or played really well. Um, but I, I I believe it. Like, why not? Why not the Utes? Uh, so let's go win the Pac-12. Uh, but that, that will do it for the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, welcome to 2021. Like I said, I got it's going to be a great year, great year for improvements for Utah for yourselves for uh those around you uh let's just let's just keep it all positivity all 2021 <laughs> and once again thanks for listening be sure to follow us on social media like this podcast leave a review subscribe do all that stuff so you don't miss anything uh Utah sports related and uh once again let me know what you think of my resolutions let me know some of your resolutions both for Utah and for yourselves. Uh, you know, I, I would love to hear it and love to interact with you guys on Twitter or social media. So be sure to do that. Once again, one last time, thank you for listening. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your Swoop Saturday. Go Utes. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.